What Am I Chewing is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, visit cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome to What Am I Chewing, the wistful thinking spin-off podcast where we chew things and guess what they are. I'm Jordan Poland-Clark. <laughs> With me, as always, is my co-host, Kara Gail O'Regan. Hello. And today we are joined by Cage Club co-founder Joey Lewandowski. Hi, Hello Joey, there. Who could not hold in his laughter at our terrible tagline. Well, I just like it because I've never been a part of the... I've always listened to you being like, we really need to figure out what to say here. And then that never happens, but I've never been a part of it. So it just <laughs> it's my honest reaction every time I listen to it, just in real life, recorded for posterity's sake. I'm glad you like it. Um, Joey's here to chew with us and also talk a little bit about Wayne's World because he had never seen Wayne's World until very recently and we think it might be interesting to hear a first-timer's take on it with no nostalgia attached. Yeah. But, uh, let's chew first. Joey, you want to chew? I'll chew. Okay, hang on. I was saying to you before we started recording that, like, I never appreciated how difficult it is to time meals to the recording time, but uh, here we go. I don't I don't know if this is going to be a good one or not, but I was saying, I was looking around my kitchen and this, you know, we'll try this. Okay, so not specially planned. This is something that was in your kitchen already. And Joey never uses his kitchen to cook things, so it's something that you did not make made, yourself, but in I fact... I made turkey chili last weekend, and it was oh, delicious. good for Crock you. Crock pot turkey chili. It was great. This is not what I'm eating. So this was <laughs> a, a something that you purchased prepared already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this a traditional snack food, or more of a dinner or lunch food? Mm. Kind of none of those things. Can you hear me chewing? Is this coming across? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It's, it's not, not super loud, which is a problem, but... Okay, I can hear it better now. There's like a little bit of a crunch to it, but it's not super crunchy. Mm-hmm. 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 Is it cereal? Mm-hmm. Okay. But more, you have to be more specific than that. Well, duh. Is it um, a sugary cereal? Mm-hmm. Is it Frosted Flakes? Partially. Oh, is this a mixed-up cereal? But not mixed up by me. Interesting. Did you purchase it already mixed up, or did you have some gremlin come into your house and mix all your cereals together? <laughs> I wish it was option B, but I purchased it all mixed up. Oh, wow. That's a thing? They sell them like that? Jordan, you would not believe the weird <laughs> stuff that you can find in the cereal aisle these days, and I'll go into it in more depth. I actually, <laughs> so in as we're recording, the episode of Boyfriend Material that comes out tomorrow, our Ryan Gosling podcast, I did like a comprehensive cereal roundup and then i went to the grocery store and saw like a bunch of weird other cereals that are just like i don't know if they're like limited time things or if they're like forever things but it feels like people at these like like general mills are just getting high as hell and then just mixing things up and then you know seeing what works i mean it's a classic for a reason um is okay so it's half frosted flakes it's mostly frosted flakes but yeah half frosted flakes flakes. okay how many different cereals are in this two two is, is it Frosted Flakes with Lucky Charms marshmallows? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, what? That's a thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. I put the picture a couple weeks ago when I saw this. I was doing Christmas shopping, and I found this little gem for myself. And I put a picture of it on our Facebook page. Let me see if I can find the picture of the box. 
it's kind of mind-blowing. It's not great. It doesn't sound great. It's, it basically tastes like a little bit sweeter Frosted Flakes. Mm. Which, you know, isn't bad, but... I don't like the marshmallows when they get wet. They're only good when they're in that, like, freeze-dried state, I think. I agree that they're much better than... So a question a, a question about the marshmallows that uh, Joe, too, my co-host, asked me. When you eat, if you eat Lucky Charms, do you save the marshmallows till the end, or do you just eat everything in one fell swoop? I've had Lucky Charms maybe four times in my life. Wow. I don't eat Lucky Charms, but if I were to, I'm pretty sure that I would just eat them all at once. Yeah. I think, because that's the way that they're supposed to be eaten, I think. Yeah, I think so. But I've always, like, picked out the marshmallows and eaten those first, and then not eaten the rest of it, because why bother? Oh, that's definitely what I used to do when I was a kid, though. I would just eat it out of the box and eat all the marshmallows. And then be sad when they were gone. Okay, Joey has sent us a picture of the cereal aisle. Oh, wow. With some more mixed up cereals. Yeah, so General Mills is doing the Lucky Charms Frosted Flakes, but there's also French Toast Crunch, Chocolate Toast Crunch, Apple Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, that Apple Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I gotta go to the grocery store immediately. Also, not pictured here, there's sugar cookie toast crunch, Ooh. which is imagine cinnamon toast crunch minus the cinnamon. My mom got for me, I'm not sure why. Hi mom, shout out mom again, she doesn't listen. Uh churro toast crunch, <laughs> yeah, basically. I see that it's hiding behind the chocolate cho- toast crunch box. Well, I see, yeah. And I gotta eat cinnamon that. Cinnamon toast too. crunch churros, yes. Mm-hmm. Um and that's like cinnamon toast crunch kind of with more cinnamon. Ooh. Uh but they're also in the shape of churros, like little little tiny churros. How adorable. Right? They probably look like little turds, though. Uh, I didn't think that until now, but now I'm not going to be able to get that out of my head, so thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. Just turd cereal was the problem. Mm-hmm. Is this... I Okay, so I do go in the cereal aisle sometimes, and I've never noticed this. Is this, like, at a giant grocery store, or am I just not paying attention? Uh, this is at ShopRite, so yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. But yeah, there's a lot of weird things. Like, the I found the Lucky Charms Frosted Flakes at Target. And that's where I also found the Sugar Cookie Toast Crunch. I think the Sugar Cookie Toast Crunch was for sure limited edition. Um, the rest of these, they don't say limited edition, at least from what I can see. So they're forever cereals? Mm, forever mm. until they decide to not sell them anymore. That's fair. Wow. The grocery store I go to uh, actually segregates their cereal. <laughs> where they have, like, uh, the like natural cereals in one aisle and then they have these kinds of cereals in a different aisle and I never go in that aisle yeah so I had no idea what's going on with cereal these days this is I mean I I want to call it an abomination abomination is that the is that a word is that the word that's a negative word this seems more like a joyous celebration of sugar I don't know Mm. it seems a lot like it does seem like a lot I don't think the world needed this. I don't think anyone was asking for this. Yes, yeah, stoners have been mixing their own cereals together for generations. We didn't need this. I've actually recently gone back and, like, like recently I ate a box of Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> and it really wasn't that good. Yeah. Have you had the, it's a Line and Kugel, I want to say Summer Shandy? The beer that tastes like Fruity Pebbles? No. It sounds good for half of a beer. Mm. 
Yeah, you wouldn't want to get drunk on that. You would get very dehydrated. Well, it's a very, uh, sort of, you know... (laughs) It's a a sweet, but it's also a drinkable beer. And that's a picture of my cat. Uh, She's into the the cereal, so... (laughs) She 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 wants cereal, or is she into the milk? Uh, probably. Um... Yeah, Jordan, do you want to eat yours, or should I start talking about Wayne's yeah. World? Or do you want to ask me questions okay. about Wayne's World? I'll, I'll eat mine, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about Wayne's World. So you can hear mine. I'm opening it. It's in a package. Oh, it's also, like, getting all over me. Are they crackers? <laughs> no. There was something else that you ate that got everywhere. I don't remember what it was, but I feel like that might inform what this is. No, no, it won't. Okay. I will give you more clues if you get stuck, because there are things that I could say. I think that would help guide you with this one. Is it, it has been talked about before. It has been talked about. So it's yeah, a prepackaged thing that you bought like this? Uh-huh. It was all over my pants. <laughs> <laughs> is In your it, bed. Sweet or I'm savory? Not in my bed. Oh, you're not in your bed. Wow. Sweet. All right. I'm in my chair. <laughs> Jordan out here recording, not in her bed like an adult. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Well, this would be gross. It was in my bed. <laughs> Wait. Um. Sweet or savory? It's sweet. Okay. Is sweet. it? Are they cookies? It's not. Mm, it's kind of a cookie. Mm. Part of it. Part of it is a cookie. Part of, it, part of it's kind of a cookie. <laughs> oh boy. Uh-huh. Would would one call it healthy? No. Okay. Definitely not. Do you eat this a lot? No. Did you buy it specifically so that we could guess what you're chewing? Yeah. How much money do you think you spent on food specifically for this spin-off podcast that you wouldn't have otherwise spent? <laughs> Is it over <laughs> over over fifty dollars? Like for this whole podcast? Because there's probably what about like ten chewings so far, maybe. Yeah, I guess maybe. five dollars a chew would probably be expensive. Um, I'm just saying because if there's if there's ten chewings, I don't know. Well, I've cooked most of what I've chewed, so I have bought most of what less. I've chewed. Yeah. Yeah, if I play this every week or every other week, I would definitely be in the, the Jordan camp of buying weird things. So part of it is mostly or kind of a cookie. It mm-hmm. sounds like there's a lot of air in it. <laughs> um, you know, it's like not super dense. No, it's not. No. Is it a single thing or is it like bite, bite-sized things within the package? No, it's a single thing, but it's really falling apart. So I am eating it as if it is bite-sized things. Is it supposed to have fallen apart? No. Okay. Is it a weed cookie? Uh Uh-uh. Did you buy this in a regular grocery store? No. Can you buy it in a normal, normal, uh, regular grocery store? No. Did you buy it at a farm stand? No. Did you buy it at a weird Vermont grocery store? No. Did you buy it at a weed store? (laughs) No. (laughs) Are we going to have heard of it? Definitely. Did you buy it at a farmer's market? No. Did you buy it online? No. Where else do you buy things? 
we got them all covered. We we covered a farmer's market, a weed <laughs> store, a grocery I mean, store. The internet. I didn't, I didn't, I mean, to give it away, not really, but like, I Ooh, didn't a buy it at a food store. Did you get it at like a CVS? <laughs> no. Did you buy it at the movie theater? <laughs> no. A gas station. <laughs> nope. A convenience store? The, the primary thing that that you can purchase at this store, and and really I think any store that you would buy this thing at is store. not food. Is it, no. What the fuck? It's not. You wouldn't Is it a car dealer? <laughs> no. That was very low on my list of guesses of where to buy things, but I, I appreciate that we crossed that one off the list. Hey, you never know. I'm just, like, trying to think of weird places that sell food items, mm-hmm. but not really. A gun is store? The place you, is the place you bought it from most known for selling things? <laughs> like, mean, like, or is it, like, a thing that, like, it's, like, we offer service and also sell cookie things? No, I get you, I get you. No, 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 it's a, it was a store that sold things, yes. Oh, that's very helpful. Is it a toy store? <laughs> no, but I do think you could probably find this thing in some toy stores. Is it targeted toward kids? Yeah. Is it branded with some sort of character? No. Could it be? No. What the fuck? It sounds very dry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have to be to, to kind of fall apart like That's that. actually, like, its main jam. <gasps> Is it astronaut ice cream? It's astronaut ice cream. Whoa! <laughs> oh my god, I've guessed that so many times, and it hasn't been that, and then the time it finally is! Oh where man, did where did you get astronaut it? astronaut ice cream? It was just, like, at some, like, so the town I live in is very touristy, and we have, like, one main street downtown and a lot of the stores are just these kind of like they sell clothes and like tiny gifts like that mm, kind of store. tourist stores mm-hmm. and they had astronaut ice cream at one of them nice and i saw it and i was like well i gotta get it i really wish that i was eating dip and dots aka the ice cream of the future so mm. we could dip and dots. pair beautifully i wonder if those are still good i loved those when i was young Um, how is the astronaut ice cream? Mm, I really like that. Oh, so it's an ice cream sandwich. Ooh. Oh, okay. Which is why I said that part of it was a cookie. Right, 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 right. Um, so I really like the cookie part. The ice cream part's not as good. Mm. And also, like, just pretty stressful because it's, like, literally everywhere now. Yeah, I feel like if an actual astronaut ate that in some sort of spacecraft, it would cause a lot of problems, because all the crumbs would get into the machines. Yeah, I'm going to try to take a picture of my crumbs and show it to you. Oh, actually, so this does tie in with mine, because tomorrow's episode of Boyfriend Material is about First Man. So, I don't think Neil Armstrong ate astronaut ice cream in space, but maybe he did. I don't think any of the astronauts actually ate astronaut ice cream, if I remember correctly. They had much worse food. Yeah, I don't think they eat in this movie at all, but I believe you. <laughs> they don't eat in most movies. Well, I mean, they, they eat, they actually eat in the movie, I think, but on Earth, not in space, so. Mm-hmm. They eat in Apollo 13, don't they? There's a scene where he, like, squeezes out the tang and 
Shout out Hanks for the memories. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, it's good. I saw it once when I think it first hit VHS, wow. so I haven't seen it probably in 22 years. We had the VHS, and I was on very heavy rotation at my house. I sent you guys a picture of mostly my crotch, but like <laughs> that's where all of the crumbs are. It's a lot I, of crumbs. I'm only seeing yeah. Joey's cat. No, no, and on no, Facebook. It's in <sighs> Facebook. I don't know how to. I'm old. I don't know how to get my photos to Discord that fast. Okay. Deal with the rest of these cough. I just tried to get rid of the rest of the crumbs by putting them back in the package, and instead I dropped the package in my lap. That doesn't seem to help the mess. It's gross. Ew. I'm gonna eat them off my pants now. (laughs) Like an adult. Yes, exactly. Okay. Joey. Yeah. Give us your... Before I ask you specific questions, give us your, like, three-sentence review of Wayne's World as someone who's never seen it before now. Well, so a little bit of background. I missed a whole lot of movies growing up, and I really... I didn't start really watching movies, like, earnestly, I think, until college. Um... So I'm going to put a little bit of blame on both of you two for not forcing me to watch us at Ramapo, but I digress. What? We were barely even friends. I know. I'm, 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 the I only time we hung out was that time that we went and watched Lost. We were friends, but like we watched good movies. <laughs> That's not true. That's not even a little bit true. We watched... Okay, well, let me try again. <laughs> we, we watched very good movies and very bad movies. True, yes. Mm-hmm. And... This falls in between that, and so why would we watch this? Slash, it, does it fall in between, or is it both of those things simultaneously? Mm, I think it really falls in between. I think it, it falls in pretty, between. Like, mediocre, like, whatever. I was, before I give my impression, I was not surprised, but uh, Kara, it basically feels like if this was not a movie that you grew up with, uh, you would have, I think, hated this movie. But or I would be a completely it, different person. Or that. Um, so you think I would hate this if I hadn't? Well, had it this seemed like you know, Jordan was pointing it. out problems, and you were like, "Yes, I see," but I also love this movie. <laughs> um, and the fact that you gave it five stars on Letterboxd, I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, but I mean, I, well, there's definitely some nostalgic bias there, but sure. I think there's still plenty to love about this movie. So I'd never seen this, and I actually there's a whole bunch of comedies I didn't see that I watched like twenty of. Uh, as picked by my fantasy baseball league to uh, as sort of draft prep for last year. Uh, so I watched like a whole bunch of comedies like Ace Ventura and a lot of Judd Apatow movies. And actually, let me, let me see if I can get the full list of those while I talk. And so there's just like a lot of comedies that I haven't seen. Wayne's World, one of them. And so when you and the contenders both did your Wayne's World episodes, I was like, I guess this is the time to finally watch them. Watch it. I still haven't seen the second one. And I thought it was fine. <laughs> I don't know that I thought it was funny. I think it was charming. I think it was kind of sweet. And I, I definitely see where you're coming from uh, in in loving Garth and like the, the depths of Garth. Um, but it's not a movie that I will see again, I don't think. Did you ever laugh out loud? That's a good question. I don't know. I loved like I love things like the the times where you know like you even talked about like when they break the fourth wall and he has the the, the, the camera follow him below the table. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I kind of wish it was Garth's world. 
Like, I want to see a version of Wayne's World where he's the main character. It's just another example of a movie that we've watched where it's about the wrong person. Yeah. I just feel like so Oh, you many mean every movie we've that. watched? I mean, yeah. And and even on other podcasts, yeah. too, I feel like I've had this conversation. Like, the peripheral characters generally are more interesting. Mm-hmm. Did I laugh out loud? Mm, probably not. But I think a lot of, I think what's difficult about watching these movies in retrospect is that like so much of them not have been spoiled, but have sort of pervaded popular yeah. culture in one way or another that it's not like I'm hearing Schwing for the first time. I'm just seeing mm-hmm. it in context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like, w- like, did you, were you like, oh, that's where that's from? I at think all. maybe a little bit. I've had that revelation with more so with other movies that I can't, you know, think of specific examples, but I, I it was more, because I, I feel like this is the kind of movie that is all very, like, all the things that I sort of know, I guess, actually, I, I think maybe if you had asked what movie they sang Bohemian Rhapsody in, I don't know if I would have been able to say this movie. And I feel like that's the, maybe the most famous scene in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because there's all, there's the, uh, you know, we talked a little bit on Cinemakers with Kara about Night of the Roxbury, and like there's the Hathaway song, right? That that is mm-hmm. very famous in that, and I know that that's from that, even though I've never seen that movie. Uh, I don't Should know we... if I knew that Bohemian Rhapsody was from this one, though. We have to watch Night of the Roxbury. It's actually very good. And it's like, it, you can see Amy Heckerling all over it, so... Just another, another, um, we should watch that. <laughs> I don't know. I only woke up like an hour ago. I'm very tired. <laughs> so these were the movies that I had never seen before last year that I watched over the span of like a month and a half. The first Ace Ventura, Kingpin, There's Something About Mary, the South Park movie, uh, part of Super Troopers. That was the only one that I bailed on because I did not find that enjoyable really? at all. Really? Really did not wow. like that. I almost watched it again yesterday, and now I feel glad that I didn't. It was one of those things, like, comedy is so subjective that I feel like any of these things, like, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, it's just not what I find funny. Not for you. Yeah, that's right. fine. Uh, Team America World Police, The Baxter, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, Knocked Up, Super Bad, which I'd seen before in college once. That was the only one in this year that I'd seen before. Step Brothers, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Pineapple Express, Tropic Thunder, I Love You Man, Hot Tub Time Machine, The Other Guys, and Wanderlust. So I'd never seen any of those really before last year, and I watched them all very close together. How did Team America hold up? Uh, I well, so I loved the like I don't watch South Park, but I loved the South Park movie. Like it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then Team America, I sort of had was raising to that standard. I didn't like it as much, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I wrote um, a paper on that. <laughs> You did, like, a real journey in, like, white male comedy. Which is what Jordan has been like, trying to get us to do, and I'm not Over, like, a very specific 10-year period. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did it feel like that when you were doing it, or you were just like, oh, I'm watching all these movies? Well, I think, you know, so this is also a shameless plug for the newest show on our Cage Club podcast network, uh, Tub Talk, where me and three of the guys in our baseball league talk about we started with music but we're going to talk about more sort of all of pop culture and we sort of there's a, there's a joke in like late in we counted down the hundred our hundred favorite songs each i didn't but i moderated of the 
80s and 90s. And, like, we sort of set up in there that, like, this is true, like, this is all indicative of who we are, but you also have to keep in mind that we are four straight white dudes who are all about 30, 35, who grew up in central New Jersey. And it's like, yes, this is sort of uh, representative of these decades, but it's also for a very specific type of person, and we all sort of overlap there. So mm-hmm. I wasn't watching these movies through, like, white guy comedy movies. It was more like, these are the movies that my white guy friends liked that recommend. You know what I mean? So it's like, it just kind of all sort of came from that perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if I think, let's see here, if I had this ranked. Because my favorite of this list was Step Brothers. Like, Step Brothers is just great, I think. Which is, you know, maybe not a hot take. I can't, you know what, I honestly can't remember. I just know that I quote it, like, almost every day. In what capacity? Because I'm always saying that we have so much room for activities. (laughs) I can't find the list. That's okay, don't worry about it. But also, so on this list, I don't know if either of you have heard of the Baxter, Mm -hmm. but the Baxter is great. I think I've seen the Baxter. That's the one, Michael Showalter directed it? Yeah, I think so. It was one of the, like, early... Like, when Netflix was streaming only, like, 30 movies, that was one of them. So I saw it a very long time ago, but it is good. So the Baxter feels like, and it came out, like, eight years before. Remember that movie, They Came Together, with, I think, Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler? Um, I remember seeing ads for it. that's also directed by Michael Showalter. Where it was, like, a send-up of all the rom-coms, and, you Mm -hmm. know, he came and she came and they came together. Uh, And that was supposed to be like this, oh, it's like this ultimate, like, meta take on, you know, and rom-coms. No, it was directed by David Wayne, the other David. Oh. And... I was close. We are close. And that I didn't love. This one felt like what that movie was trying to be, but did it almost a decade before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, if there's anything that I really, truly learned doing this show is just how many movies are that. Like, I thought that there were, like, a handful of movies that are, like, doing these, like, meta, like, ultimate genre convention things, but it turns out most of the movies that we've covered, maybe not most, but a lot of them are just that. You know what I mean? Like, Grease was this parody, and we had yep. no idea, yeah. um, and that there's, like, a lot of the stuff that we grew up watching is... Are, really is like these recycled things that I hadn't quite realized before. Well, I think mm-hmm. parody works best when you love what you're sending up mm-hmm. and when you are able to make one that fits the conventions but also twists things a little bit mm-hmm. so that if you're not thinking about it or if you're not as well versed in those movies, like I didn't, I don't know that, like, I don't think I realized until I listened to your podcast or maybe it was Brian's or the the epic crossover edition of your two shows. But like, I don't know. I don't think I realized that it was a parody until you talked about it. And it just always seemed like that kind of movie. So I agree with you there. Like, I think movies that work both as send up, but also just genuine enjoyment of that genre, I think are probably the the best. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. Not the best movies, but like, you know, that sort of cover both bases or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it helps if something can stand alone. Yeah. You know. Do you have other specific questions for me about Wayne's World or no? Oh, I also liked... So I think it's a little strange, but maybe it's just, you know, how she learned how to speak English. But, like, I think it's cute that, like, Tia Carrera does not speak English very well, but can sing incredibly well. 
Well, that's, yeah, that is interesting because a lot of my friends <laughs> for whom English is not their first language uh, like wound up learning English a lot from music in particular. Because I, I wonder if you're if you learn phonetically almost because mm-hmm. it's not like because you, you're just you're in a sense, you know, imitating sweet singing ballroom blitz, right? Like you're not writing lines or reading lines that someone wrote for you. You're just imitating or putting your own spin on something that already exists that you can sort of understand how to say those words. But like, I thought she was dubbed because the singing is so incredible. Yeah. And like, she's not, I'm not, you know, <clears throat> she can speak English far better than I can speak any other language. So I'm not, you know, trying to <laughs> belittle her at all here. Yeah. But I did not think that her ability to speak the language correlated with her ability to sing the language. And yeah. I was just blown well, away by that. I mean, also, Tia Carrera is not actually, like, Chinese-born. She is American. So um, she probably just sings with her natural accent and then was affecting the accent oh. while speaking. I don't know if I've ever heard her speak in anything else. Yeah, I don't I don't know. She hmm. mostly does music. Like, she's not... Oh. I don't think she's, like, continued to act a ton. Um, but she does a lot of music stuff. Huh. Okay, I have one more question. Go for it. Oh, she's born in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. What? She's yeah, born in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. I can't. I don't know if I've ever seen her in anything. She was in else. True Lies, apparently, which is great. Oh, guess I have seen that. Don't remember her in it at all. Uh, is Mike Myers funny? Nope. Not you, <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Listen, I've done more research than any of you. I've watched so many of his movies this week, and the definitive answer to that question is absolutely not. Did well? Wait, I want to hear Joey's okay, answer, fine, fine, fine. and then I have a follow-up question. Um, is he funny? I guess the short answer is it depends on what you find funny. Is he yeah, funny to me? No. Well, so that's my follow-up question. A little bit is like. Was Mike Myers funny when we were 11 because we were 11? Or has, like, our... Has our sense of humor changed? I think both of those things are... So much since the 90s. But I don't know if I ever really found him funny. Like, I had this weird... Like, when you... When I had messaged you two to say that I'd never seen Wayne's World until this month, and I wanted to talk to you about it because you wanted to sort of pick my brain... uh, Kara asked if, or one of you asked if I wanted to watch Austin Powers with you, and I said, no, thank you. But I also haven't seen that since I was, like, ten. You don't need to. Right. That's what I figured. (laughs) And I was watching it in my uh, family friend's basement, sort of, like, hoping that my parents didn't come down. You know what I mean? And I don't know if I ever found that funny, but, like, I also think, you know, when I was that age, like, the thing that I found the funniest that was sort of, that you could still watch today is, like, the Leslie Nielsen movies, like Airplane and stuff. And I think those are still funny. You know, I think they're maybe funny in different ways. Mm-hmm. I'm also not watching them actively now, but I think Airplane is... Yeah, Airplane, Airplane is unimpeachable. Better... Airplane, like, that yes. is a perfect movie. Yeah. Um, I did watch Dracula Dead and Loving It recently, because I loved that movie when I was a kid, and not so good. But, you know, whatever. Still, but but... it is on my list of favorite vampire movies, just for nostalgia's sake. But if you listen to the Real Bad episode, another show on our network, about the cat in the hat, which they all hated, <laughs> but at the end, Nick Jenkins, sort of the host, goes on this, like, little bit of a, not rant, but he talks about how much he loves So I Married an Axe ex- Murderer and, like, 
Well, I watched that yesterday. I know, Kara, you were not a fan of that. I was a fan of that. That's the upsetting thing. And we'll talk about this more in our episode about Austin Powers, but... um, Which came out last week, if you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, I loved that movie so much as a kid. Because it was on Comedy Central, like, constantly. Um, And I watched it yesterday, and I didn't laugh once. Not once. It was exhausting and i would have turned it off after 15 minutes but i had paid for the rental and Mm. felt like i needed to stick it out and thought like oh maybe it'll get you know better it didn't um i think it might still be a slightly entertaining movie if you don't know how it ends like because it's this like kind of suspenseful thing but um if you know how it ends it's not entertaining in the least which is deeply disappointing. Although I had a I had a feeling going into it that that might happen because I had a very unpleasant experience watching the Austin Power movies. Did they cover Axe Murderer on How Did This Get Made? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's a bad movie. Like the way what that have... the movies that they cover are, I think it's just not a good movie. Why would I have seen it then? Because it doesn't feel like the kind of movie that I would have just chosen to watch. It was on Comedy it Central on constantly. constantly. No, no, no. But I saw it in the last, like, two or three years. Oh. oh. Let me see here. Let me see here. Axe Murderer. I watched it, oh, on Valentine's Day 2016. Why did <laughs> I? Oh, because the girl I was dating loved it. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything about it. It's not great. I didn't remember that in it, Mike Myers plays a wannabe slam poet. Or not slam poet, like a beat poet. Ooh. And rediscovering that was truly, truly horrifying. (laughs) Because I have since dated a few poets, and they're all terrible. And I can't believe that I ever was like, oh, I would like to date somebody like that when I grow up. Nope. Mm -mm. No, thank you terrible harriet's cute though the love interest in that movie Ooh, What's also christopher important. Plummer's daughter is in it she plays the axe murderer Oops, spoilers but um <laughs> uh christopher Plummer, who played the guy in the sound of music jordan oh okay. his daughter is in that she's good i mean she's great the women in, as always the women in the movie are great and they are just having to put up with Mike Myers being Mike Myers. Wait, does anyone want to add anything else about chewing or uh, Mike Wayne's Myers? World? No. I think what you're doing is admirable in going back and seeing all these uh, doofy white guys if they're worth continuing. You might have announced in the last episode that it's not out as we're listen- as we're recording this, but does February have a theme? Yeah, we're doing uh, some Nora Ephron rom-coms i had to do some counter programming after this month because i will lose my goddamn mind if we keep doing this (laughs) but 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 an interesting kind of counter programming because we're approaching that with a with a theory oh Oh. yeah i mean kind of and also we're not i mean it's not just rom-coms we're doing when harry met sally which is one of my favorite movies and also my blue heaven which is uh something that i have a lot of fondness from my childhood about but isn't as much of a rom-com it's kind of a uh proto um 
Oh God, what's that movie? With Marissa Tomei. My Cousin Vinny? That, yeah. It's kind of like that. I don't think I've seen either. My Blue Heaven's on my list to watch, so I will watch it when you put out that episode. And I've seen the one scene from When Harry Met Sally, but I don't know what that movie is actually about. Um, It is a wonderful movie based on a deeply flawed premise, and uh, it's a delight every time I watch it. So, I just watched it on New Year's Eve, because it's a great New Year's Eve movie. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you both dodged the two Hanks movies that we're going to be covering a little bit later this year. So I appreciate that for not spoiling our collective listeners' ears on these Hanks movies. Well, I know he's in You've Got Mail. What's the other one? Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that. I've never seen either of those. There's a lot of movies that I have not seen. I know. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I couldn't remember whether or not you had said that you'd seen Wayne's World, even though I know that we had talked about it. I was like, I don't know. There's right, a lot. Joey. There's a lot of movies out there. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jordan. Joey, you got anything to plug? So listen to all of my shows. There are now 24 shows on the Jesus. network. I'm involved in 12 of them. I think only like four are really an active production, though. So listen to Too Fast, You Forever if you like the Fast and Furious movies. Jordan was on one of those. Before the end of the year, Carol will be on eight or nine of them. For the first time, I'll be seeing them. I've never seen a single Fast and Furious movie. Oh, but you know what I did watch this week? And Jordan also watched it, The Faculty. Um, and Jordana Brewster is in that, and I forgot. Oh. And I forgot how cute she is, so I'm looking forward to that. Who directed that? Was that Robert Rodriguez? Yeah, sure it's one was. of his first movies. We wanted to do him for Cinemakers, but he's done like 35 or 40 movies, and mm. we're like, whew. Um, actually, speaking of Cinemakers, if you go to patreon.com slash cageclub, you can vote on, we're going to get it eventually, but we're going to vote on what, you can vote on what thing Mike and I do next as a bonus project. So I think we've narrowed it down to a handful of things that he and I are going to do together. Either catch up on Shia LaBeouf's movies that we haven't seen yet, which is only two, but he's got a couple more coming out this year. Uh, do the Wachowski Sisters for Cinemakers. Do uh, Nicholas Winding Refn for Cinemakers. Do our Elvis podcast that we've been saying for a long time. Or... There's a fifth one. Maybe Tarantino for Cinemakers? I don't remember. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. But go to patreon.com slash cageclub. Even I think if you just do like a dollar a month, I think you get voting rights. So, you know, just uh, choose what you want us to talk about. Or become our friend and then just say, let's watch all of Amy Heckerling's movies. We're like, all right, cool. (laughs) We'll just do that. There was somebody else that I thought about the other day that I was like, oh, we could have done that, too. Well, we got time. We got nothing but time. That's a quote that you'll understand at some point, Kara, later this year. (laughs) Nothing but time. You're also, this is a little bit of an exciting thing. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, Todd Haynes. I would like to do him, too. Oh. Carol? Yeah, which is one of my faves. I just watched Velvet Goldmine the other night again for the first time since I was like, 20 and that was an interesting thing to revisit hmm. and also he made a movie with barbie dolls that is amazing and it's about karen carpenter huh well, that's a lot of things happening mm-hmm. we could do todd haynes at some point um but yeah go to too fast too forever every other tuesday we got the tom tom clubs tom hanks tom cruise every friday and then tub talk same day as too fast too forever 
you want to see pop culture ranked. What but does yeah, that mean? Me. Tub what? talk. Is it like a tub of beers? Are you in a <laughs> bathtub? So this is a confusing thing that I've asked for clarification multiple times, and I always forget the answer, but our fantasy baseball league is called the Hot Sep, S-E-P, Tub. Um, and SEP is like, you know, what what they all call each other. Well, I guess what we all call each other instead of like, hey, man, or hey, bro, just hey, SEP. Um, but there was a tub. There was a hot tub in one of the, the, the brothers in our league. In their parents' house, there was a hot tub where apparently they always used to hang out ah. before I knew them. And so that was just became the the calling card, I guess, for the league. Um, but yeah, so that's that. But we didn't realize there are two other Tub Talk podcasts because, of course, there are because there are altogether too many podcasts. Because we're like, oh, this is a thing that no one has ever done before. Which you know, what we're doing has been done a lot. Mm-hmm. And we thought our, at least our name would be unique, and nope. Well, I would be deeply upset if I was on a podcast called Tub Talk and did not get some actual hot tub action. So, I would insist on recording from the bathtub. Yeah, every also time. that. Well, these, this is one that's exciting that we all record in person. Um, so I guess we'd have to get a really big hot tub or a really big bathtub. There is a Russian banya in New Jersey that has a hot tub that we have. Oh, there are several Russian banyas in New Jersey. Well, there's one that we are very fond of, the mm. Baron Birch in, I think, Matawan, maybe? Mm. Um, go there. Frequent them. They are the best. That's all I got. Go to, go to, what I'm plugging is uh, Russian banyas. <laughs> Hit yourself with cool. some sticks. Get yeah. hot, then get cold. Mm-hmm. And then take a cold plunge. Ugh, no thank you. Yes, please. But thank you for letting me chew with you. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for, for chewing, chewing with us. Mm-hmm. We will uh, be back with another chewing in two weeks, and we'll have another episode of Wistful Thinking next week. We will talk to you then. Bye. Bye.